It's becoming clear to me that India's culture of shame about menstruation is not a simple problem to fix. It affects every part of a woman's life, from her social and emotional well-being to her physical and mental health. The woman in a village who uses unclean rags for five days a month? Her problems don't end with her period. I want to find out the physical effects of this lack of knowledge that's so endemic to Indian society. I am Shivakami Muthuswamy and I'm a faculty in TISS. I am in the School of uh, Health System Studies. Uh, I mean, I, I, I teach mostly issues around gender and public health. That's Dr. Sivakami from the last segment. Alongside the meta-analysis, her team also gathered their own data for a study in conjunction with UNICEF. They aim to present an up-to-date snapshot of India's menstrual health situation in 2016. So 45% of the girls in our study reported using sanitary napkins and this was followed by 28% of the girls using cloth and 21% of the girls using the reusable napkins. Uh, but what is the issue is that how frequently they are changing the napkin, how frequently changing the absorbent. Yeah, One can choose to use a napkin, one can choose to use a uh, clean cloth. Uh, I think that seems to be an issue uh, because a lot of people who may be using cloth, they are reusing that. And often because of the cultural aspects that are being associated in India, uh, the cloth, people do not dry the cloths in the open sun. Uh, that kind of creates a problem. Dr. Mohit is an assistant professor in community medicine at the Krishna Institute of Medical Sciences in Hyderabad. He spent a lot of his medical career working in public health and has just published a study on menstrual health in a Mumbai slum. Because of this particular poor menstrual hygiene, uh, school dropout is one of the major drawback we observe first thing. Second, in contact with health, poor person uh, menstrual hygiene is related to the reproductive tract infections. Means there is vaginitis is there, fungal vaginitis is there, at the same time endometritis is there. Uh, at the same time, there, this is problem is of associated with the sexual transmitted disease. Incidence of sexual transmitted disease high reported those with uh, poor menstrual hygiene is there. Second thing is the urinary tract infection. So there is a chance of uh, this particular uh, congenital defects. And why not bring another expert on board? Dr. Srivastava works as an associate professor at Sri Sathyasai Medical College and Research Institute in Kanchipuram. In 2013, he published a paper called Assessment of Knowledge and Practices about Menstrual Health among Adolescent Girls of an Urban Slum in Mumbai. He was more than a little surprised by what he found. Yeah, the entire thing was like surprising only in the sense in slum area it is was means we expected like it will be poor but then healthcare utilization wise it was extremely bad even if they were having some like uh, vaginal complaints or any complaints they were symptomatic but just because of stigma they were not approaching and they were having chronic chronic symptoms uh, still they were not approaching me. And even if these women could find the courage to approach health professionals, Dr. Gerg, an associate professor of community medicine at Maharishi Makandeshwar University, Salan, isn't convinced they'll get the help they deserve. If you go through the medical curriculum of undergraduate doctors in this country, there is not a single chapter on reproductive hygiene or reproductive menstrual hygiene among whole of the four and a half years curriculum of MBBS doctors. So what happens basically, 
this issue when the patient comes to a doctor regarding this one what they do they just treat the infection part they just prescribe the medicines and that's all nobody is bothered about why these things are recurring again and again and what should be do uh, promoting menstrual hygiene if this doesn't sound fair wait till we add geographical location as a factor the difference between healthcare in rural and urban populations in india is massive and the sheer amount of diverse rural communities makes it difficult to find a one size fits all solution here's dr mohit when we focus on india majority around 78% of the indian population is residing in rural area 5 to 10% in our peri urban areas especially in the form of slum area and what happens in urban scenario education is there sound economic status is there healthcare services are there private as well as public health service uh, healthcare sector is there that's why women or the girls residing in urban area the health problems are less however when we focus on slum in urban area a rural area habitation is very poor means standard of living is very poor scarcity of water is there illiteracy another most important point is there poor menstrual hygiene is definitely high in rural and slum area as compared to the urban area So, depending on where you were born, where your parents were born, your social status, how much money you make, where you live, all these things can determine whether your period is just a monthly annoyance or whether it completely derails your life. And unless you happen to be touched by a health or education initiative, you may not have a chance to change that. So, where does government involvement come in? The biggest government scheme to date began in June 2010. It planned to provide sanitary pads at a subsidized rate to girls between 10 and 19 living in rural areas. The pads are called Happy Days and are distributed through community representatives in 107 districts. Bear in mind, India has 630 districts. Here's Dr. Gurg. The program is uh, although having a very good intentions, but the mere availability of the sanitary napkins is not going to solve the problem of menstrual hygiene and the menstrual taboos. There are so many issues. First, the first thing is the family support because the family older ladies they are themselves not so much educated and they have all this religious and uh, caste based taboos uh, revolving uh, uh, menstrual hygiene so until and unless the girls are getting the support from the elderly women or their mother grandmothers etc they are not going to accept that thing second is uh, health uh, uh, sex education or reproductive education you know in schools and most of the time these are the male school teachers and male school teachers definitely the girls are not receptive to the idea of discussing sex or menstrual or something like that and the third uh, issue is uh, regarding the disposal of sanitary napkins the government of india have not come with anything related to disposal of sanitary napkins basically what's more it seems that health professionals aren't aware of how these programs run or even if they exist most of the people are not aware that this kind of things are available i am a teacher i am a medical teacher and when i talk to my students the mbbs teachers or the future doctors when i ask you okay anybody knows in the class about free days or any scheme by the government most of the students in the class say we don't know any kind of policy by the government so what happens now where do you even start to change things according to the experts there's a mountain of things to be done it has to start at grassroots level we need some interventions because information gap is there and also we need to actually include mhm education in the curriculum 
of teaching uh, of the teacher education program other stakeholders we have to focus on school teachers parents we need to consider menstrual hygiene items that is the materials as a public whole like vaccine uh, free of charge at the community as well as at the school level in most of the almost half of the schools in india the water supply to the schools are very much erratic and those girls who attend the school during their menses is they need some water for regulation bathing etc and they doesn't find that right from starting from policy makers they have to ensure that they implement a comprehensive scheme which includes sexual and reproductive health services not only formulate a policy but ensure that they, it is getting implemented and we also need intersectoral approach between different ministries different departments that is one of our core Uh, recommendation the provision of this sort of thing this should be make a human human right aspect because the girls without any fault of theirs without any fault of theirs they are burning the bond for this one either in the form of school dropout either in the form of uh, taboos or restrictions or either in the form of reproductive tract infections india is a complex place and the problem of menstrual health is not an easy one Taboos, religion, social, physical and emotional issues are all interlinked. Healthcare and access to resources is dependent on geography and income. And what's more, everyone has a different idea of how to fix the problem. Physical, mental and social well-being is most important because these are the nation builders. If our Indian girl and boy is healthy, then the productivity will be increased. 